Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good Tuesday morning, everybody, especially if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan. Congratulations. <laughs> this is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Better than TCU. <laughs> Maybe better than LeBron. He's got an ankle. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, Maybe he just didn't want any part of those Nuggets in Denver last night. You remember night? what was the last know. time we played the Nuggets? What we did to him? <sighs> you remember what Goat did to Nicola Jokic? I Yo- don't. I you don't do remember, remember that. You took it. I thought he had a cold that took night. Took it. He That's took it. Uh, if they give me this, boy, LeBron, he's got a cold. He's got an ankle. It's always something. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Somebody gonna feel it on yeah. Thursday. Are they? Yeah. yeah okay. That rest. <laughs> I, I feel a fifty pointer coming on. To all of that, guys, in just a minute. But first, we got to start with this college football national championship. The most points ever scored. Georgia won their second straight national championship last night. 65-7, gentlemen. That was the final score over TCU. The Bulldogs, 38-7 halftime lead. That was the largest of any national championship since 2002. So now with back-to-back titles, Georgia is the first school to repeat since Alabama did it in 2011-2012. Shannon, I know you've got a lot to say about this one. What was your biggest takeaway? This the talent level, Skip. That's what it was. Um, it wasn't coaching. Yeah, Kirby Smart's an unbelievable coach. Got his got his start under Coach Saban. Won a couple of won lots of national championships at Alabama. Took that philosophy to Georgia. Recruit four and five stars, and they're littered with them. It was just the talent, Skip. No matter what anybody says, and I know everybody wants to represent their country and their side of the and their conference. The SEC just plays a different brand of football. Mm. There's a reason why year after year after year that conference produces more. NFL players than any other conference. And you saw it on full display last night. The four stars are just at every position. I'm not so sure how many guys from TCU could have actually started for the University of Georgia. They're just loaded. And it was just 65. Skip, they could have got 80. If they'd have left Stetson Bennett, if they'd have left the starters in, they could have got 80. The score could have been 80 to, well, 14, 79. So 79 to 7. That's what the score could have been. I mean, they put the backups in, and they're running up the up, up and down the field. Mm. It was just, I mean, it, it was embarrassing. It really was. I mean, but there's nothing you can do. That was supposed to be the two best teams. Skip, you had a college yep. football playoff, and the two best teams were supposedly played for the national championship. And we were hoping that we got games at least like the Georgia-Ohio State, something that comes down to the last second, a field goal here or a big play there and whatever. This game was over very early when you just when you were just watching it mm. and I'm looking at it like mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. the talent level the disparity in talent was just so vast that even the casual fan could see um Georgia is that much better than they are skip it's really and, and the thing is 
They just retooled. I mean, yeah, it looks like they might be the new Alabama. But eventually, Skip, that catches up with you like it did Alabama because these guys keep going early, and you keep losing the Julios and the Calvin Ridley and, and the Amari Coopers and the Judys and this one, that one. They keep leaving early, Skip. It gets harder and harder for you to replenish. But just like Alabama, when they were on top, Skip, everybody wants to come because they see that pipeline and they see you putting that guys in the NFL. And guess what? Those boosters at the University of Georgia, they like winning now. So guess what they're going to do, Skip? They're going to fill that NIL coffers. Mm-hmm. That thing going to be running over. And them guys say, well, let me go get a piece of that mm-hmm. because we know they're going to play for SEC titles. We know they're going to play for national titles. Skip, it was just the talent. 65-7 to 7 in a national championship game, Skip. Mm-hmm. That, that's like the Super Skip. You remember those Super Bowls back in the 80s and 90s? How they used to be one-sided. They'd be... 55 10, they'd be 45 to 7. That's what it's not supposed to be that in a national championship Mm. game. Your your quarterback was the recipient (laughs) of several of those beatings. All of them. John Elway. He lost 35 10 to, uh, might have been 35 10 to uh, Washington. He went 42 10 to the Giants and then 55 10 to 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 Montana. Yeah. So, games, Skip, in a national championship game, this is supposed to be the two best teams. Two best teams, one shouldn't be 65-7 better no. than the other. Yet and still, <laughs> when we picked this game at the end of yesterday's show, we both said that it would be a close game and that TCU would cover the spread and yeah. it would be a good game. Yes. And we were both utterly, completely, devastatingly wrong. Wrong. Okay, so I get what you're saying about talent disparity because we've known that and we knew that going in. But on defense, Georgia had suffered and struggled of late. Yes. And the, the final score against the Ohio State was 42 to 41, Georgia. So they gave up 41 points. Right. And CJ just went up and down the field yes. on them. And it, it gave you pause. Cause to, for pause. Yeah, right. And, and you, you stopped cold and you said, well, now wait a second, because I watched TCU a whole lot mm-hmm. all year. And all I can tell you is there's some talent on TCU, not Georgia talent, but enough that I thought this would be a fun game to watch right. because I thought Max Duggan would do some things against them. And we did see one drive in which he did some things right. and cut the score, as you know, to 10 to 7. That was pretty much the end of that. But the point is, from what I know of these two teams, Georgia played lights out last night. Georgia cannot play better than it played. That was their best game of the year. Yes, it was. And Stetson Bennett said right after the game, this was brutal, cold execution. He said stone, cold, killer mentality. Well, it was. They didn't miss a trick all night on either side of the ball. Everything they did was correct Mm -hmm. all night long. The execution of it just executed TCU. Right. Meanwhile, I know TCU. I, and you, know, I, you obviously watched them against Michigan. Mm-hmm. They're way better than they played last yes. night. The stage got too big right. for them right out of the box. Yeah. I couldn't recognize Max Duggan. Right. I didn't know who he was because he was the runner-up for the Heisman right. Trophy, and he deserved to be the runner-up for the Heisman. And all year long, I saw him battle his butt off and come back after comeback, albeit in the Big 12. <laughs> but he also did it against Michigan right. at a very high level. And yet, last night, I'm just telling you the truth. He played horribly from start to finish. You know how you just have a bad day or night? He just had a bad night. 
from the start, he was just off and he got out of rhythm and he got off kilter right away and he couldn't get it back. No. And you could just see it in his face. He was just lost. And the harder he tried, the worse it got. Yeah. And they couldn't protect him enough, but he had some time to read. And then he would he would read and go deer in headlights and he couldn't find it. And they would have right. a coverage yeah. sack. Yeah. And it just he went down five times and it just seemed to get worse and worse. Meanwhile, the quarterback on the other side just just played a, an all-time game. It man, was a Joe Burrow-esque game. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, I've seen anything I, like that. His I, game might have been better than Joe Skip for the simple fact he ran, he was running for touchdowns. He, and the balls were pimped. He was throwing like he was Joe Burrow. I mean, the guy dropped it. He dropped it in the bucket. Just <laughs> right here. Even the throw to McConkie when he's open, he just hit him right there. It's hard. You know, sometimes you just see more. They busted the coverage. And remember the guy who had him covered, he threw he the one in the corner of the end zone. He just dropped it and right hit, in the And the ball. guy was holding his arm, and he just dropped it in the and, right and arm. And they were fighting over yes. it, but it was tie goes to the runner, goes to the offensive yeah. player. Okay, I'm going to show you one play because in a 65-7 to game, there's only going to be one turning point play of the game, and it was made by Georgia's quarterback. And the play became, okay, it's 17-7. to Right. And Georgia's got the ball back, but you think, well, maybe if TCU could yeah, get can one stop, yeah. just one stop yeah, here, hold. and it's third and 10 at the TCU 45. And I'm thinking, okay, if you could just get the ball back here and go score again, maybe we'd have something right. going on. Remember, D. Winters is the best player on defense for TCU, number 13. Team. And you saw what happened against Michigan. He was all Hello. over the yep. field. Yes. He, he dominated yes. the game on defense against Michigan. Okay, so let's see what happened on third and 10 from the fourth. This is 11.35 left in the second quarter. So it's early in the second quarter, and they come max blitz, and, and D. Winters has him dead to rights. And Stetson Bennett goes wide left, and I'm going to read you, if I can find it here, the quick quote from Kirby Smart about this. This is Kirby on this play. Yeah. He says that Stetson saw the max blitz, and he beat the max blitz, and he ran for a first down in one of the biggest plays of the game, which takes a phenomenal athlete. He knew what was coming, and he set the guy up. Yeah. Because he ducked inside He's and then spun. Mm -hmm. Okay? So l let's see it one more time. He it, Listen, D. Winters can play, yeah, and he, he yeah. can move, too. And so here he comes, and he's running free, he's and he's got him. And Stetson spins out and, and ran all the way and then dives for the first down. And when that happened, I was like, okay, that's it. Yep. Because I know what's about to happen. Yep. They're going to go score, and it's going to be 24-7. to 7, And that just seemed like game over. Yeah. So you okay. agree. I agree with you, Skip. Georgia's a better team. But are they 65-7 better? No, they're just not. It was one of those nights where one team went max and one team went completely, <laughs> utterly oblivion. Yes. Where, where they just... They just didn't show up from the start, nope. and they couldn't get it back on nope. either side of the right. ball. So, to your point, let's look at, in, in a row, let's look at Stetson Bennett's four touchdown passes. To your point, th th this man's just out of his mind because you can't get a whole lot better than this to McConkie. This is Ladd McConkie. Look, the ball's right. It, it's, it's right there. He didn't miss it. Look, this, 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 is the throw, this is the throw skip. Look at Mitchell, this. What? You can't throw it any better than that. You can't throw it any better. And this one's going to be. Now throw it in this tight end. This tight end is going to have a career in the NFL, Skip. I don't know if you noticed that. But he, yeah, he's going to have a career. I, I just hated he has to go back again. Yeah, I did. He should have. He wish he could have left last year. Yeah, look he, at this. Look at that throw. It, it, this is crazy. L and look at this. Here he goes. This is him running. That's the first touchdown. That's the first touchdown. <laughs> I didn't know he had the quicks like this. Yeah. He's faster just, than you yeah. think. He, he looked pretty quick to me. Yeah. All things considered, I, I thought, and that's why Kirby said after the game, he said, uh, 
People have slept on Stetson Bennett for too long. He needs an opportunity to play for a long time at the next level. We're going to get deeper into this in a few mm-hmm. minutes here on the show. But, but you know what? After the game, he had a point. Well, what threw me a curve was after the Michigan game, the first words out of Kirby's mouth in the on-field interview, right. on which was it on ESPN? I can't remember right. which network he was on. But, but he just he just blasted Stetson Bennett the fourth. He, he right. said, he's, if we're going to win this thing, he's got to play better than he played. Oh, you're talking about Ohio State? Yeah, the Ohio State game. And yet against Ohio State, I, I thought he was pretty good because his numbers against Ohio State were he threw for 398 and three touchdowns. He had one interception. Yes. It was bad. But remember the last drive against Ohio State? He goes five for five and throws a 10-yard pass to Mitchell for the touchdown. It was a 72-yard drive that that won, won the game, game 42 yeah. to 41. Yeah. Well, that's pretty great, yeah. right? Yeah, when well, you throw for over 700 yards and have like six touchdowns, you, that's a pretty good two-game stretch. Yeah. And, and yet – Stetson said after the game, when I when I left the field in the game last night, he said that was the first time ever that Kirby had a smile on his face. Right. He's been hard on him because yeah. what was he? He was a nobody. Yeah. He tried to walk on and they said, you're just too little. You right. can't play here. Right. You, you can't even be the fourth string. And he said, OK, I'll go to junior college. And he went and won a championship, came back to Georgia and they still said, you're a three. You're, you're, you'll be yeah. our three. Right. No, no, I, I can play. Right. And he kept fighting and kept fighting. And then last year he wins the job, and you know the rest of the story. He right. wins back-to-back national championships. Well, that's pretty great for a kid who's like 5'11". They list him at 190. I don't think he weighs 190. 185, 180. Yeah, maybe 180, maybe. But he's, he's in Bulldog lore. When you, think of the Georgia, when you think of the Georgia football team, you think of Coach Dooley, you think of Herschel Walker, Stetson <sighs> Bennett is in that lore. Not Kirby Smart is in that lore. Okay. Well, well, Kirby proclaimed after the game that Stetson Bennett has to go down as the greatest player in Bulldog history. You, I, okay, I, well, I, are you going to – I mean, Herschel is Herschel. Yeah, right. And forget about Herschel off the field uh, yeah. for a moment, if you yeah. will, please. Yeah. Just what he did on the field for them. You want to talk about legendary? He was unbelievable. I mean, to me, he, he was, was unbelievable. unbelievable. As a freshman, freshman, he was unbelievable. A true freshman, yes. Right? As yes. a true freshman, yes. you want to talk about man. Yes. He was a man. He was. And the, the point is, when I think of Georgia football, you I think, just think, think of him. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and I think a little bit of Matthew Stafford, but he never won there. No. He was the first pick in the draft. No, skip that. You know what? I won't fight you. If somebody says Stetson Bennett is the best college football player in UGA history, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to get on no soapbox and say, no, nah, it's Herschel, it's Herschel, it's Herschel. That man just won two back-to-back national championships, and he was the most outstanding player in both games. So what's your, what's your argument? I understand Herschel had an NFL career. I understand how talented. He was six foot two, 225 pounds, and could run 4'3". I get all of that, but he only won one national championship. That man won two, and he only lost one game in those two years. Back to back, and we know how hard that is to how hard it is to win back to back national championships, especially in this era when guys leave college, they don't stay all four years like they used to. Yeah. And you look at it, Skip, they lost 15 players to the NFL draft, five more than any other team. And guess what? They got a boatload leaving again. They do. That's the the, the <laughs> issue became that you had so many stars leave, but you had blue chips waiting in the yeah. wings. And the blue chips had chips on their shoulders yes. that the, that those kids wouldn't yeah. have had if yeah. they were coming back to to. Skip the backups are five stars. Yeah. You better make it seem like the backups are walk on. No, the backups are five stars. No, they lost five guys on defense that were first round picks. Five. And guess what? They probably got three or four more that's going to be first round pick because I like the kid Jalen Carter. So now, do I. He, I. I need to see a little bit of motor. Yeah. I need to see a little bit of motor. I think I, that's going to be agree. the that's going to be the knock on him is motor. Yep. But as far as talent, he has it. Okay. 
So what did Kirby keep talking about after the game? People doubted us all year. Well, the, the truth is nobody really they, – they were picked third in the preseason poll. Okay. Doubt? Well, I mean – Nobody you at really TCU, they didn't no. pick the finish seventh in the conference. Right, they were 200 to 1 before the year to win the national championship. So he said people doubted us, and he managed to convince his team at every step they don't believe in you. Well, coach, last night you were only a 13 and a half point favorite. Yeah. Okay, and you won 65 to 7, and nobody was doubting you coming into the game. Some people were picking TCU to cover. Cover. You know, like it seemed yeah, like a lot of points. TCU. I didn't hear anybody pick. Uh, 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 even Mattress Mac, he bet $3 million he that did. they were going to cover. That was the biggest yeah. Thank you. After what you did to us in the baseball playoffs. Yeah. But Skip, Skip, I mean, when you, look at, when you look at Georgia and you look at what they're building, it's, it sure seems like Alabama-ish when Coach Saban got there. Well, for and, sure. And then all of a sudden, it's national championship, national championship, national championship, national championship, national championship. That's what it looks like. Now, the, the, the backup quarterback that came in, I don't know his classifications. I don't know if he's coming back. But if you, if you get a quarterback, because that's what Alabama was able to do. They were able to get these quarterbacks. They got Tua. They got Bryce Young and, so, uh, uh, and uh, uh, Matt Jones. Yep. So you're able to keep it going. But the thing is, Skip, when you got 12, 15, 25, four and five stars around, yep. your quarterback don't need to be a five star. Yep. He don't need to be a four star. He can be a, a, a walk on. And play with all those five stars, yep. and you'll get that. Okay, I agree. Then Kirby made one other statement last night about, about entitlement. How He said, when entitlement creeps in, you've got a problem. So these kids were so fresh and new to this, nobody felt entitled because none of them had really contributed that much to what happened a year ago. Right. So you had an, a new mix of of talent right. with chips on shoulder and no entitlement. Right. And by the way, when he said entitlement creeps in, and I, I started, my mind wandered to my favorite pro football team, yeah. my <laughs> Cowboy. suddenly stumbling Dallas Cowboys, because it just seems like they haven't won anything, but doesn't it seem like they play with entitlement? They sort of carry themselves with entitlement? Well, because, yeah, because why? They're on America's team. They are. So that, the, gets, that gets passed. America's team gets passed down, even though you didn't do anything to build that, that, right. that moniker. All, all, all they hear is, we're the most valuable franchise yeah. in all the world, mm-hmm. so we're entitled. We're America's team, but you, you haven't done anything to deserve right. being America's team, but that's a whole other issue. Okay, now, just for a moment, I do have to defend the conference I grew up in, even though I went to school in the SEC. And by the way, just for the record, you grew up in Georgia, so you know all about Georgia football. I, I do. Because I'm sure there was a part of you that wanted to go to Georgia, and there was a, mm-hmm. a moment when you thought you were going to Georgia. Yes. Okay. So you get that. I do. I get the Big 12 because I grew up in Oklahoma, Oklahoma fan, and it used to be the Big 8. But it's had a reputation as a pass-first conference yeah. and running as optional, defense is optional. Right. Okay. So I, I do have to defend one, one moment that did happen in 2017 when we were on the show together. Baker Mayfield and Lincoln Riley right. and company played Georgia, yeah. Kirby Smart's mm-hmm. Georgia, out here in the Rose Bowl right. in the national semifinal. And we did at least take them to double yes. overtime. And the final score was 54 to 48. Baker threw for 287 and a couple touchdowns. Did have one interception. But uh, Rodney Anderson, you won't remember, but he ran for 201 yards for us. 
and Hollywood Brown caught eight for 114. You do know who he is, obviously. And then on the other side, Nick Chubb is going for 145, and Sony Michelle is going for 181. Two (laughs) touchdowns and three touchdowns, respectively. Okay, so they're running a track meet on my defense because it was terrible. But on talent, my offense was talented enough to hang with with Georgia's overall talent on both sides of the ball because we did go up and down the field, and the final yards for the game was – Oklahoma had 531 to Georgia's 527. So we barely out-yarded them, but they beat us in the second overtime. Right. Okay, so just for the record, I had one team that hung in with a very good Georgia team. But the thing is, now, Skip, you haven't had that level of talent at Oklahoma since, and Georgia has just kept building. Well, I I think they're – Better than yeah. they were. Then. Oh yeah, because I think the quarterback is better than what they had. I don't know who the quarterback was, Jake yeah. Fromm. I think it was Jake Fromm. Yeah, and it's just better. He, yeah, he was just he's Stetson just a guy to yeah. me. And okay. Stetson Bennett, and like I said, Skip, it's going to be to lose fifteen guys and you back undefeated Whew. for the national championship. And a lot of these games weren't close. The only, the close what the close game they played was Ohio State. Everything else was a blowout. Everything else was double digit. So it was, it felt like some passing of the torch because Coach Saban last night was on the ESPN pregame show yeah. on the panel. And I'm thinking, are you segueing? Are you, do you enjoy this? Do you, do you like it? Do you, he looked great. Yeah. And, and he was funny. He told some funny stories. He's, so. uh, he had, they have the second best odds. Georgia has the best odds. And Bama has the second best odds. Okay. Well, it's all, Bama's going to be dependent on that, the quarterback. Because we know Bryce Young is going. Will Anderson is going. they got a couple of other guys. They've had about four or five, six guys that were in, trans- in transfer portal. A lot of them going to TCU. A tackle, a running back. There's been a pipeline to yeah. TCU. I don't really know what happened, yeah. but they, they are. They could have used them last night, I think. Boy, it just looks like the balance of power has shifted slightly to Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, Skip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think nobody's doubting that. Coach, well, Saban, Coach Saban might say otherwise, but nah. I Coach. would agree. So, final thought. Congratulations to TCU on a great year. It's, it's hard to do what they did. I ain't telling nobody I went to TCU. Yeah. Man, after that, skip 65 to 7. No, but they That's got the most lopsided of a top three team in the history. Well, they were victims of the greatest championship game performance <laughs> yeah. we have ever seen, right? Okay, so I, I congratulate them. And remember, Max Duggan lost the job in, in preseason camp, right. in, in August camp. Right. He lost the job and only because of an injury he got to the back. other kid. He got his shot, and then he comes close to winning the right. Heisman Trophy. Sorry, yeah. Ash. Yeah. She sent me the little crying emoji, Skip. I wish. Well, it's terrible. <laughs> but, but listen, for TCU to get there is a major achievement. Yeah. I know who did. I thought you told me Oklahoma was going to be there. They were off to a great start. And so did a bunch of national commentators, including several on this network, were gloating about Oklahoma is back under Brent Venables. Y'all and then, deeper, worse than old Lincoln. Then guess what happened? TCU happened. Oh, Lincoln. That, that was the first day I said, uh-oh. Old Lincoln going to have a USC right next year, though. Well, is old he? Old Lincoln. Yeah. Well, you mean the guy who can't <laughs> stop anybody just like at Oklahoma? They can't play in the defense. Huh. They lost to Tulane. Huh. Well, they got the Grinch who stole New Year's at, as their defensive coordinator. <laughs> they better get another yeah. one. Yeah. They better go get somebody out of Georgia staff. Mm-hmm. That's what they should do, Skip. That's true. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. 
My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Arizona Cardinals firing Cliff Kingsbury yesterday. That ends his four-year tenure as their head coach. This comes less than a year after Kingsbury signed a big extension through the 2027 season. The Cardinals finished this season last in the NFC West at 4-13. and Shannon, what do you think here? Was this the right move for Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals? Yeah, we saw this coming, Skip. And clearly, these teams are not listening to the NFL because they've asked them to start firing all these coaches, Skip, in, in front office people with all these years on, left on their contract because they've given out over $800 million over the last five years. But clearly, these teams said, when we're done, we're done. Yep. Yes, we saw the friction between Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. It started with the clause in the contract. Yep. The only way they knew that Calamur was not studying because Bill, Michael Bidwell, uh, uh, the GM, Kime, yeah. they don't know anything about no study habits and no players. They don't. That came directly from the head coach, and Kyler Murray knew it. Yeah. And we see on the sideline, Skip, and the win over the Saints, Kyler is yelling at Kingsbury, come to – He did. I've never – look, I've seen go back and forth, but I've never seen – and even though the, 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 the head coach is the offensive coordinator, I've never seen a, a quarterback talk to the coach like that. I'm like, bro, he done lost all respect for you. It's just a matter of time. Because yep. at the end of the day, that's all we got. We got respect. Player got to respect coach. Coach got to respect player. And if it don't, just, just, just move it along. <laughs> and so everybody saw that writing on the wall, Skip. And this year, the good, uh, it was bad from start to finish. D-Hop missed the first six games. Yep. Kyler Murray got hurt, but he wasn't playing well before he got hurt. He wasn't. They squandered last year's great start yep. and then get blown out at home by the Arizona Cardinals. So we, I think everybody saw the writing on the wall, and I just don't understand you gave him a five-year extension. So the man got – he get paid by the Cardinals from 23, 24, 25, 26, and 27. So if I'm Cliff I King – unless you get another job, then it, it – No, no, the first, year I'm, the first year I'm working for the Arizona loafing company. <laughs> now, I ain't doing nothing but loafing, and the Arizona Cardinals picking up the tab. Yep. I'm keeping my house in Paradise Valley. I think oh. that's where he got a nice little crib out yeah, there. Really nice. Yeah, I ain't, going, I ain't doing nothing. Yep. I'm going to kick my heels up. Don't I, call me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to disconnect my phone. I hear you. So, yeah, Skip, we, we saw this. And then they have some off-the-field issues with the coach allegedly, you know, Mexico groping somebody, and he resigned. And they, they, uh, uh, oh, Skip, they just, uh, they just a lot was going on. Yeah. And so with that being said, no, I'm not surprised that Kingsbury got fired and the general manager stepped down. Nor am I. And I must add to what you just said, I was shocked when he got the job in the first place. <laughs> he had been fired at Texas Tech yeah. with a losing record. Right. 
Wait a second. Yeah, he failing upwards. Normally, what? when you fail, you go down. He falling up. What? Then he got the. Remember, he was the offensive coordinator at SC. Mm. And then before call one play, they like, you know what? Come on out here. What? <laughs> You're kidding. And I like Cliff as a guy. I like him. Yeah. But what did he do to qualify to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Be, be born to his parents. Okay. He got it. That's exactly what he did. He was born to his parents. Okay. So he, he had his moments. They had the one big year where they went 11-6 and six and they reached the playoffs. Right. Okay. But too many times they rose and fell. Remember, Skip, that was the year they started 10-2, and two, though. I know. They started 10-2. and two. And you thought, okay, he's a hot commodity, and then he wasn't hot. And obviously, as you point out, first six games this year, no D-hop. And then Kyler was gone for the last five games. Zach Ertz was gone for the last seven games. So you, you can say there's some built-in excuses. Right. But to your largest point, in the end, if you clash with your quarterback to the point that you guys just can't make it together, you are going to be gone, Mr. Head Coach, because they can't fire Kyler. Unless you Belichick. Yeah, unless you're Belichick. <laughs> that is true, but there's only one of those. those We're going to talk are, about him in a few minutes, yeah. and he may be on some yeah, hot, a, hotter and hotter seat. Okay. But to your largest point, when, when Kyler is screaming at the head coach near the sideline yeah. on the football field, calm the F down. When Kyler goes after a game, remember they lost to the Chargers on a late touchdown right. and a two-point conversion. They lost 25-24 to 24 to the Chargers at home. And after the game, Kyler's asked about play calling or whatever it was, and he said, the quote from Kyler was, schematically, we were kind of effed. Well, you want to talk about a shot at your yeah, head coach exactly. and play caller? Yeah, you're uh, right. You were? Really? Okay, back to the clause, the study clause. <laughs> I've never heard of anything. you never heard of anything never. like this. And it was bad enough as is, but it, it's put in the public contract, Correct. so you can't undo it. You can't. You, they tried to. They tried right. to rescind it, but it's already out there. Right. And once you do that to the quarterback, once you suggest that his study habits are poor and he needs to be forced to do X hours of study a week, ne- never heard of that. I have a hard time wrapping my head around right. it. Once you do that and it goes public, I think you're done with the quarterback because I think he was done with you. Yeah, I think so too, Skip. And my, my thing is, if I'm Kyle, I'm firing my agent because why would yeah, you let them they, put that I in? I don't there? know. I don't know. Because it, it's going to go get filed to the union. Yep. And then guess what? Somebody see this contract? Hey. What? Guess what? There's a clause in Kyler Murray's contract that says he needs to study like an extra 20 hours a week <laughs> away from the facility. What? Huh? And then... Adam Schefter, whomever broke the story, and now it's a, no, 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 bro, you don't put anything in there. You put those things in there to protect yourself, just like you put clauses. If you do this and this, we can come after your signing bonus. If you do this, this, skip that thing, that's why you put it in there. That's correct. Okay. So it was pretty predictable. The coach is going to go and not the quarterback. Absolutely. Am I in love with the quarterback the way I used to be? No, not so much because – when he's scrubbing his all of his social stuff right. and he's at war that, with that them. That seems to know, be the new just, thing to go, Skip. I, I know. I, but I, let I, me ask you a question, Skip. Uh, it seems to me, maybe I'm the only one, they begrudgingly gave him this contract. Yeah, but they gave him the, they gave the whole boatload. They, they gave him the contract. It's 230 guaranteed. Right. It's like right. Deshaun's. And then they, put that in the, then they put that in the contract. They're like, well, damn. They gave him the money, but they, they must be don't feel comfortable. Well, if you don't feel comfortable, why you give? Mm. I wish somebody give me $230 million and don't feel comfortable with what I, the work I'm doing. That would be, that'd be really nice, wouldn't it? Guaranteed. 
Uh, okay. So Bidwell, the son of Michael. the former owner, yep. He says at the press conference, we will live with the financial consequences. Well, to your point, they're they're horrible, but they don't count against the cap. Yeah, so yeah. you screwed up. Yeah. Because you just gave Cliff a, a deal this yeah. past offseason. Yeah. You extended it. Yeah, so he has at least thirty that's it I am I'm, I'm being conservative. That's at least thirty million dollars. He's gonna get it, he's making probably at least six to eight million. I'm gonna say thirty, probably high end, maybe forty five. Mm. So he also announced that Kyler will have input into the coaching hire. Right. Well, I think you're almost strapped with that because you guaranteed him $230 right. million. You better make sure he's cool with the new guy, right? Okay, now, Kyler. Okay, now, one coach done got fired. The next coach you get fired, that's on you. Yep. Now, we can blame Killer Kingsbury and say, well, he probably shouldn't have got the that's job true. anyway. Yep. But the next coach that get fired, that's you. Yep. You I fired him. N- not Michael Bidwell, not the general manager. You would have fired the next coach if he gets fired. If he has input into this. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. absolutely. Because that's the guy you wanted. I thought he wanted Cliff because the big deal was Cliff recruited him back to his junior year in high school. And the offense that Cliff installed was tailor-made to what Kyler does really well. The likelihood, Skip, he's not going to He's not a prototypical quarterback. Hmm. So to try to put him in a prototypical, prototypical offense like you do a Brady or like you do one of these, other, that's not what he is. Hmm. It doesn't feel real good out in Arizona right now. It, I'm just it not sure where it's heading. Kyle, that's on your resume now. You don't, yep. you don't want to get labeled as a coach killer. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. Lamar Jackson is telling people he plans to return. The Ravens, however, they're not officially saying that. John Harbaugh talked with reporters recently and he said Lamar has, quote, been working super hard. He's out there again today. I mean, I don't watch the workouts. He's with trainers and hopefully has progressed to the point where he can practice sometime soon. All right, Shannon, if you were Lamar's teammate, would you want him to play? Hell no. I want him to be paid more than I want to win. Mm. And if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm showing up with a T-shirt, pay for play. That's what I want. Because for me, Skip, when I look at it, if you don't see that I'm a special talent right now, what makes you think I'm going to be able to show you that when I'm less than 100%? Mm. So you want me to put, put my career, my future on the line when you're not willing to put your dollars on the line for me. How does that make sense? Make it make sense. 
I get it. Hey, I'm all about the team, but I need the team to be all about me and my finances also. Yeah. I've done everything I possibly could. I've probably gone out there with some times. I shouldn't have gone out there trying to show you that I'm a team first guy and I'm going to I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win. But it doesn't seem to seem to me that you're willing to do whatever it takes for me to get the compensation that I believe I deserve. Yeah. So for me, no, I've always I I love to win, but I'm always want my teammates to get paid first. Okay. I told you yesterday, usually I would say you cannot quit on your team with the playoffs looming, yeah. but your team already quit on you, yes. so I'm good with it. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. I do believe if Shannon Sharp were a teammate of his right now, there would be a part of you, a part of you saying, bruh, I need you. I need you to come play. Get full well realizing what the circumstance is and what the risk is. Yeah. But, but there'd be a part of you like, God, we got no shot if you don't play. No, we got no shot, Skip. But I, but I would feel so bad if this man went out there and I done begged this man to play and he hurt himself. And I know that man just cost himself $200 million, Skip. Because here's the thing. He's never been more valuable. Since he's gone down, they haven't scored 17 points in yep. any of the games that he's been out. Look at that offense look. Yep. Okay, that's what y'all want to look like moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I keep hearing and reading these quotes from John Harbaugh. And yesterday... Our man Adam Schefter, that you and I know very yep. well, mm -hmm. reported there's a strong possibility that Lamar will play at the Cincinnati. The team putting that out. Okay, you, you bingo got it. <laughs> the team putting so, They try to so, put pressure on him. So try to analyze these words from John Harbaugh. He's out there working super hard. He says, I, I haven't watched the workouts, but I know he's with the trainers working super hard. Well, you probably don't know that mm -hmm. because I don't know that he's working super hard to get back because I don't think he wants to come back. Even if you don't see the workouts, you get an update. The trainers yeah. tell the coaches right. what's going on. But if I'm Lamar, I got on cam noise canceling headphones. I can't hear any of the noise that y'all talking yeah. about me playing or what transpiring. Hey. I'm over here. I'm, I'm rehabbing because I think I might be rehabbing for my next team. <laughs> that is correct. More John Harbaugh. He wants to play. There's no doubt. Uh, he says, that's my feeling. Okay, that's your feeling, yes. but I don't believe that's the truth. Mm -mm. He goes on to say, you know I love Lamar. Well, I don't doubt that. Yes. Uh, I, I love everything about Lamar, says John Harbaugh. Always have, always will. He's working hard and he's in good spirits. I doubt he's in good spirits because he's angry, and, and he should be. Yes. Right? So you're putting that out there, slowly, subtly adding pressure to the fire yes. that is starting to burn underneath this situation. Right. Because I've told you from the start, this is the most fascinating situation in sports right now, right. but it's a little under the radar because the radar won't find it until we get to a playoff game and the team says, we think he's ready to go, and he doesn't go. Right. That's when it's going to hit the, the national fan. Exactly. Because a whole lot of people are going to say, wait a second, Lamar could play, but he won't? Right. Well, a whole lot of people will say, boy, I get that. And there's going to be a segment of those people who won't love it because yeah. there's going to be a segment of Ravens fans who are going to say, come on, Lamar. They, they're all about the Ravens. Well, they, sure. look at, they look at the, the players as expendable commodities. Yeah. And so Lamar Jackson has to do what's in the best interest of him and his family moving forward because I've done what was in the best interest for the Ravens, and it hasn't benefited me financially because after my third year, Skip, I won the MVP in my second year. So after my third year, you could – and I, that's when I won the playoff game. Skip, remember I went to Tennessee and won, won a playoff, playoff game. You could have come to me after that season give me a contract you didn't after year four you could have come to me and give me a contract you didn't here i am in year five and now all of a sudden you want me to go out there after i hurt my Ooh. knee y'all see what it is y'all see what's going on out there you see how you look without me 
Okay. So how does this play out? Well, I thought maybe last week, maybe this week, that all of a sudden Mr. Bashadi comes through with a big new deal. No. And it would be a big happy days announcement where everybody's hugging. And all of a sudden, we're ready for the playoffs. I don't think they can get. Well, I guess they could. They could. They could do a deal. But I think at this point in time, it's like, look, let's just go into the offseason and see where we are. I just know they're not trying to. They're not trying to guarantee this contract. Well, you want to talk about playing hardball? Remember when we repicked our Super Bowl teams? You loved this team I did. to the point that you picked them to win I the did. whole thing, I did. right? I did. Okay. Well, don't think that Steve Bashotti at that point or Ozzy or whoever up in the front office is sitting back saying, Shannon's right. Yeah. We got a real shot yeah. here to go play. You got a shot with Lamar, a okay. healthy Lamar, a happy okay. Lamar. All right. And he's neither of those things. Okay. He's neither happy or healthy. I got it. So they're not willing to pay the price for a playoff run that should be paid, by, but that, that he has earned. They're not willing to yeah. do that. And because of that, it makes me doubt the longer-term future of Lamar with the Ravens. I, I agree, Skip. Yep. I, I totally agree. Because, but here's the thing that I know. You cannot, if I go to ship a package, FedEx, UPS, and I only pay half the price, that package is going to sit right there until somebody <laughs> comes and pay full price to get it shipped. That's if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm going to sit on my butt until somebody pay me full price yeah. to get out there and play. Yeah. This is ugly, but they started it. Yes. And he's finished. Yes. 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 Oh, take that. No, 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 no. That man says, look. Especially after I just saw last Monday night, a week ago, and y'all want me to go out there and do what? 